The Ready, Set, Grow podcast is sponsored by Ag Expert, software designed for Canadian agriculture. Visit them today at agexpert.ca. Welcome to the Ready, Set, Grow podcast, where we like to showcase startup and early stage companies, as well as visit with innovators in the agriculture and food industry. My name is Michael Dales with RH Accelerator, and today we're here with Martin Vetter, Senior Investment Manager at AVAC and Carrot Ventures, and Alex Lazier, Business Development Manager at Carrot Ventures. Martin and Alex, thanks for joining us today. It's great to be here. Thank you. Thank you very much, Michael. Martin, uh, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Absolutely. So born in Ontario in Kitchener-Waterloo area, um, but mostly I grew up in Newfoundland and uh, spent a couple of years of my adult life in New Brunswick, but I've been in Calgary now since 1995. Um, educational background, engineer and an MBA. So, but I was always much more interested in the why questions, which led me down more the business path. Um, Spent time working in technology sector, several different operating companies, some large, some small, company like Nortel that no longer exists, some smaller ones that, uh, that, are, that are doing quite well. Um, and, you know, you just learn a lot of things along the way. And 19, sorry, 2007, I'm aging myself a bit here, I think it was when I joined AVAC and uh, an investment manager role. Um, I'm having a great run with them. And, uh, you know, it's always fascinating dealing with the entrepreneurs, with the progression of a company through its life cycle and the challenges, and uh, really having a lot of fun with this. Awesome. Thanks. And uh, Alex, can you tell us a little bit about uh, your background? Most definitely. So I'm Ontario born and, born and bred, or at least here in Ontario, uh, raised just in Coburg, a uh, small town just off the 401 between Toronto and Kingston. Uh, my traditional educational background was actually completed at the University of Guelph in nutritional biochemistry. And really, my I think my first inroad into agriculture was in my graduate program in which I ran a, uh, a human clinical trial for uh, protein ratios of milk. And this is under the Dairy Farmers of Canada. So this was sort of my first touch point with Canadian agriculture. And from there, I spent several years working at a, a business development organization in Guelph, Ontario. Uh, we like to see ourselves as the perhaps the best university for Canadian agriculture, which is highly contested, as we've have had through several conversations with, uh, with the industry experts across Canada. Uh, however, uh, worked in the ag tech uh, accelerator, uh, saw technologies from across Canada, everything from, as we said, uh, geospatial technologies all the way down to frozen yogurt and food processing technologies. Uh, and from there, I worked at a private organization out west in British Columbia. Uh, this was focused on IoT um, in permanent crops in the Pacific Northwest. So managed a grant portfolio out there, uh, did some competitive analysis as well, um, identifying some of the main major trends and some of the major players that's occurring across the North American market. So I was really able to get a really good top-down view on some of the agricultural trends that we're starting to see in Canadian agriculture. So... Awesome. And from there, over the past couple of months, I've been working uh, here at AVAC and Care Adventures. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. So, Martin, uh, could you just tell us a little bit about Care Adventures and your role and position there? 
Yeah, so I'll start with a bit of the background on AVAC because it's somewhat relevant to formation of carrot. So AVAC has been around uh, 23, 24 years now, um, investing broadly into the agricultural sector, ag tech and technology. Um, over that time, we've invested directly in over 120 companies and invested in and or managed 10 other venture capital funds. So fairly broad uh, spectrum from a technology sector and stage of company perspective. And that's really informed us very heavily in uh, what Care Adventures is. So, you know, over that time, we've, we've backed first-time inventors and founders, business and technical. We've participated through our fund of funds investments in, you know, series A, B stage. We've done some investing in very late stage companies. And there's, there's definitely some patterns that we saw emerging. And that has led to the business model, the problem statement, I guess, and the business model that we built for Care Adventures. So very pleased to announce that about two weeks ago now, Care Adventures Fund One was formally launched and announced. It is funded by AVAC Group and FCC. Very thankful that they're for their further participation. AVAC is a manager of the fund, and we're just continuing to, to execute on the business model that we defined for Carrot as we were running it as a pilot over the last couple of years. So the, the whole thesis for Carrot Ventures is that we know that there is very good technology that solves real market problems that should find its way into commercial, uh, commercial ventures. But we also know that not every inventor wants to be an entrepreneur. Not every corporation has the, the resources, dollars, or people to commercialize. So really what we landed on was describing Carrot as the third option. If you're an IP owner, an inventor, you can go down that path of commercializing it either, <clears throat> either yourself as an entrepreneur and um, or if you're an organization, you can find the resources inside and, and proceed. But that doesn't work for everyone. So what do you do then? That's where Carrot comes in. And we really are looking for those unique technologies that solve substantive market problems. We need to be, our model is to form brand new companies. So there is, a, there is an arrangement that needs to be made with the inventor where um, they will be assigning the technology to a company that we form. So there's a foundational alignment piece that we have to find. We've also, as I said, we've backed a lot of first-time founders. We love them, the passion, the enthusiasm, but technical skill and commercial skills are not the same. And entrepreneurship is a learned skill. So organizations like RH Accelerator, uh, BioEnterprise, you know, the many, the many organizations and industry groups that are there to help, help entrepreneurs figure out what that is, take advantage of them. But if you don't want to go that path, then Carrot becomes an option. And really it is looking for those technologies, we then actively recruit an executive, a professional, to be the founder CEO of the company that we form. We cast a very broad net. We're using a, a, a global recruiting firm. Um, they're looking at hundreds and hundreds of, of, of candidates. They're interviewing probably a couple hundred on average. And it's a, it's a rigorous process where we are looking for those unique individuals that want to be the founder CEO of a company based on the technology that we have that we have identified and sourced. Then we form a new company, 
We, we take lots of care to make sure that this company is structured properly from an organizational perspective. The CEO's first task is to, is to prepare the business plan for the opportunity that comes to the board for approval. We're putting in a governance board right away. And then Carrot being a, uh, an investment organization, we then lead the seed round of capital. So we'll issue a financing term sheet to the company and um, set, set them up. So really what we're trying to do is say, what are all the elements that are necessary for a company to be successful, assembling them all, and then letting them go. Just trying to reduce the typical barriers to success. Okay. Oh, thanks. Uh, Alex, uh, do you want to talk a little bit about what uh, you're working on with uh, Carrot Ventures? Yeah, most definitely. So, my positioning is at the very top of our, our funnel. Essentially, there are a large amount of opportunities that come to us, both through an inflow, uh, inflow type as well as outflow as well. So I'm sort of the first pass in terms of identifying these opportunities and basically having conversations and determining whether they're aligning with the carrot model. So initially for Carrot Ventures, what we're looking for is whether this technology solves a substantial market problem in Canadian and North American agriculture. So at first pass, we have to understand um, at this point in the market, will this technology be successful? Is it a venture scale? Is there a market demand for this technology? And Secondly, there's a further conversation of whether this falls within our, our essential filters of what we see at Care Adventures. So first, we have to define this as uh, agriculture. So how do we define agriculture? Uh, many people have very broad definitions, and so do we. We see this as everything from farm to fork. Uh, so on the production side, we see the uh, IoT technologies, uh, you know, the telemetry, the geospatial, sometimes the food, uh, food production platform. So even the software companies, all the way down through some of the logistical plays, and as well as the food processing and food technology as well. So this all falls within our catchment at uh, Carrot Ventures. Uh, two areas we don't play within are cannabis and exclusively forestry plays. So those are two of the exclusive. Um, areas that we traditionally do not invest in. Um, but from there, when we speak about stage of company that we, de we deal with, it's similar to the RH Accelerator. Um, we tend to deal with companies that are at the proof of concept stage. And when we define this as proof of concept, this is, means that it's been demonstrated to work in a target market application. So ideally, we, we want this to have sightline to customer traction in roughly a two to three year window. Uh, this can exclude uh, technologies that have a longer regulatory timeline, so synthetic chemistries or ones that have to go through uh, significant government, provincial, or in the states, let's say EPA uh, regulatory pathways. That would traditionally keep them um, a bit out of our catchment at, at this point. So. Initially, my job is to have those initial conversations, understand what the technology is, um, where they're at, and if they fall within our umbrella of agriculture. Awesome. I know that uh, yeah, you just recently closed uh, your sort of first uh, fund. Um, I know it's probably pretty early, but are there any projects that you can share that you're working on? Yeah, I'll take that one. So we've actually been at this for a better part of two years already. And uh, Alex joined us fairly recently. and we, we announced and launched the fund very recently as well. But we've been running this within AVAC for a couple of years. 
We've looked at well over 150 technologies now. We're in diligence on a few. We've formed our first company. It's called Sister Technologies. It's based on technology that came from Southern Ontario. It's a for-profit company, going concern. They had an asset that was relevant to the agricultural sector, but they just didn't have the, the resources to commercialize it. So they found us and said, okay, this model makes sense. Um, so Sister has been formed and the, the, the value proposition, I'll just spend a little bit of time on that. So essentially in no-till agriculture, when you're leaving the, so then you're not turning the soil. So the trash um, stays on the residue, stays on the top of the field. Lots of benefits to that from an agronomic and an economic benefit perspective, but it also introduces some technical problems because the metal disc is, is not as effective as what we believe will be with using um, ultra high pressure fluid stream as a cutting mechanism. So there's a value proposition there. We negotiated the agreement. We've formed the company. We've recruited our CEO. We're we're about to start the financing, and uh, you know that's a that's a very exciting opportunity for us. So, oh, that's awesome! Uh, congratulations on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess you did raise uh, 15 million uh, about two weeks ago. Uh, how are you planning to, I guess, use that money and invest it into the companies? Yeah. So we're, our, our deal cadence is going to be relatively modest. So we'll probably be forming what we expect is forming and funding six to eight companies over the next five years. So it's not a high cadence where it'll probably be very traditional or typical venture kind of funnels where you're going to look at 100 opportunities and you make one investment. So we're, you know, we're sort of seeing that as a pattern based on, on the work that we've done over the last couple of years. But, um, you know, just reminded that we're only funding companies that we form. Um, and that's what we expect. We'll be, you know, we'll be investing up to a million dollars in the first round of the financing in each of our in each of the companies that we form. We have some capacity for follow-on. We will not be the the only investor in any of our opportunities. So there's a bit of a call out to angel investors and other uh, seed stage uh, funds who are interested in agriculture, ag tech, and looking for a well qualified, well structured opportunity. Okay. And if people are interested in learning more about Carrot or uh, want to reach out, uh, how can they do that? Most definitely. I think one of the best places to learn more about our company is to be reaching out to carrotventures.com. We have lots of resources on our website specifically for IP holders, whether this be established corporations, whether this be academia or individuals that are looking to understand how the overall model works. Uh, we also have portals for investors who are looking to determine whether there, there are anything in our portfolio that would be of interest to them as well. So on our website, there's a, there's a lot of information for individuals to learn more, but we also have an expression of interest and a contact us uh, form on the website. I, I'd encourage those that are interested or even, even on the line that would just like to learn more about the model to reach out to us. Um, we're, we take generally a first call with, with the majority of people that reach out to us if they'd like to determine whether their technology is a fit, whether it's not. So um, everything you can, I guess, need is specifically on the website. Uh, so I'd encourage individual, individuals to uh, give, that a, give that a search. 
I want to talk uh, a little bit about uh, what you two are both seeing in the ag and ag tech space and sort of what, I guess, uh, sort of trends, insights you have and what excites you that's uh, going on right now. Yeah, most definitely. Perhaps I can take a first stab at that one. Um, I think over the past several years, one of the larger trends that we're seeing is regenerative agriculture. Um, there's a large talk about uh, yeah, soil carbon credits and also these uh, sequestration. So there's a large focus on uh, essentially ensuring that farming stays innovative, but it also stays uh, also environmentally friendly at the same time. So we even see these trends also from the food waste side as well, creating a, cir- a circular waste economy. There are many technologies that come to us that are looking to take various offshoots of uh, municipal waste or even farm waste or effluent and change it into a new product, whether it's irrig- uh, novel irrigation water or high-value f- uh, fertilizer. And th- these are all the some of the some of the newer products that we're seeing in technologies, um, I think as the years progress, we're also looking and seeing more hyper localized weather insights. So uh, initially, this was a single uh, weather station, sometimes government uh, provided, that is kilometers away from your farm, and you're making recommendations based off of these distant weather stations. Now it's becoming much more hyper-localized, and that data is actually being churned out in large amounts of analytical systems to determine very specific input maps, um, you know, seeding maps, and also identifying the different types of uh, uh, soil compositions across the farm. And that really also informs how many decisions are made. So we're really seeing the the industry moving from uh, monitoring and alerts down to recommendations and eventually automation. So there's this three-step progression that the industry is going in, and we're seeing that in in weather. We're seeing that in you know variable rates, seeding, and applications. And it's it's very very interesting to see over over the next several years. Uh, what are uh, I guess some of the things you're watching, Martin? Okay, well, I will say that uh, we're probably seeing much the same thing because we're both, you know, we're dealing with the same input and the, and the uh, disclosures that are coming to us. Um, but broadly, anything that is related to increasing yield and profitability. So, you know, farmers always are looking for ways to be more productive and reduce their costs and increase their, their yield, be that on the crop side or animal production, you know, anything through the supply chain um, Food processing, we're getting quite a few technologies coming in that space. We've had several come in that are related to the, let's call it fermented beverages space. Um, you know, wine and beer applications, we're, we're starting to uh, to work on on our second opportunity, uh, which is in, the, is in the fermented beverage space, quite exciting opportunity for us. Um, we're, we do see quite a few that are coming in around synthetic biology and you know improvement of crops in that area. That's a bit of a challenge for us because the timelines are quite long. So Alex mentioned earlier about we're looking for customer traction, evidence of customer traction within about two years. And some technologies just don't fit that time frame to market. But we do end up with quite a bit of, of disclosure, quite a number of disclosures, I should say, related to that. You know, I guess the general pattern that I would also say is, um, you know, so to the question of where do these disclosures and technologies come from? Broadly, it is universities and other research institutions and industry. 
what broadly what we're seeing is the university research, a lot of very interesting technologies. Often it is not far enough along in its progress. It gets to a proof of principle, but not to a proof of concept. So there's a, you know, we're in this for the long game and we're, we're comfortable waiting for, you know, for some of the technologies to advance and progress. But in general, the university research needs to progress a little bit further. In general, again, the for-profit entities have got a better understanding of what the value proposition is and the readiness. And we're, we're typically able to move a little bit more quickly through the due diligence step to say, is this a viable technology? Is there a market problem? Do they align with the business model? Yes, no. And then off we go. And then I guess one of the other things that we, uh, we like to ask a lot of the people we have on uh, the podcast uh, is, do you have any advice uh, for entrepreneurs? I know you both get to look at a lot of small, uh, small companies and ideas. Uh, and if someone's sort of thinking about uh, starting out or they have an idea that they want to start expanding on, uh, what advice would you give them? Well, from our perspective, that, that's a fairly simple one. If you... If you are an inventor and you want to go down that entrepreneurial path, absolutely use all the resources that are available. There, there are incubators and accelerators. You know, are you guys, particular RH Accelerator, very focused on, on your space. There are others that are more regional. Um, use those. Use your advisor professional network and ask questions. You know, entrepreneurship is a learned skill like chemistry or engineering, right? So it's, it's not like you can say, I'm going to be an entrepreneur and you learn what it is to go through the process of, of forming a company and funding it and dealing with investors and dealing with marketing and sales and product introduction, and all those many, many things. So build a team around you of advisors and staff members. But if you're not inclined to go down that path, then you know, come and talk to us. We're, we're an alternative path. You know, think of it as an option or think of it as an off-ramp for you if, you if you want to continue doing more of the research and the inventive work. Great. We need, we need all of those things. We need those inventors to continue to be creative and figure out what problems need to be, get solved and develop the technology. We also need first-time entrepreneurs to go through it and learn so that they can do it the second and third and fourth time. So, you know, choose your path, use the resources that are available. And if Carrot is Carrot Ventures is one of those options, then by all means come and talk to us. Mm-hmm. I would say just to build off that, there's there's many inventors that are in the ideation phase and they're they're very curious of how do they progress to a point where they're at, you know, let's say proof of concept where they can be at an RH accelerator or a Carrot Ventures. And you know, to that I say that there 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 are mechanisms in place, there are programs that the government puts forward that is willing to take those risks to invent or invest in those, uh, let's say, lab bench projects to push them to the stage in which a care adventures would be willing to work with them or perhaps an, an accelerator or all the other streams that they're willing to work with. So I would encourage individuals to, I guess, understand what their options are, you know, be able to map it out and really understand where they want to go uh, with their technology. So th- those would be my two cents. Oh, yeah. Thanks, uh, Martin and Alex, for sharing that information. Uh, before we head out, is there anything else uh, you want our viewers to know about? Um, I mentioned Sister Technologies as our, as our first company, soon starting a financing. So looking for investors to participate on that one. Um, we're presenting at the Agritech conference in early June. So I'll have a chance there to articulate a bit more fully what the Care Adventures business model is. Looking forward to 
sharing that story and, and possibly getting some, uh, you know, some outreach as a result of that. We're open for business. We're, we're, the fund is launched. We're looking for technology disclosures. We're looking for executive talent. We're looking for co-investors. Sources come to us directly, but there's also a lot of sources of people that are participants in the ecosystem that should be um, you know, a good referral source for us. So industry participants, by all means, you know, think about sending in, or making introductions to us and sending entrepreneurs and inventors our way. Perfect. Uh, and uh, so how can our, if our listeners are interested in connecting with you uh, online, uh, how can they do that? Well, I think probably the best way would be through our website, careadventures.com. Um, other, otherwise, they can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, uh, my name, Alexander, uh, space L-A-Z-I-E-R. I'm more than happy to connect. Um, we have our website as a, a bit of a top, the top of our funnel as a feeder system, but it is not imperative that individuals apply exclusively through our website. We, we meet people either through, you know, warm referrals in the future when everything's face to face, we'll do it that way as well. But, uh, you know, traditionally we refer people to our website because that's where the resources are for them to understand what the carrot model is. Uh, some people may have thought that it is not for them and they read the website and they're more, more aligned with it. So we encourage individuals to go to our website, read through it. And there is an, there is an expression of interest sheet at the bottom, but you're more than welcome to reach out to us through LinkedIn as well. Perfect. I just wanted to thank our listeners for tuning into the Ready, Set, Grow podcast. And thank you again, Martin and Alex, for joining us to talk about Care Adventures. Great. Thank you, Michael. And hopefully it's, hopefully it's good for your audience and membership. Thanks. Thank you very much for having us, Michael.